Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Timberlake Christian Church podcast. We are excited to have this platform to bring some additional information to you, and we are really excited to have some of these conversations uh, that will give you a, a better look behind the scenes of stuff going on in the congregation, and uh, we hope that you enjoy this uh uh, this podcast and this opportunity to hear more from the church. We're calling this podcast Ripple Effect. And um, here today, I've got Rachel Busen, the student minister, and of course, Brian Sevitz, the executive uh, minister and worship minister here at Timberlake Christian Church. Uh, the first question that we have to answer is who are we and why start a podcast? Everybody and their mother's dog has a <laughs> podcast. And so why use this platform? Um, so I was just curious, Rachel, how many podcasts do you listen to? Is that something that's in your life? Yeah, like four or five. Oh, my. Okay. You listen to podcasts? Yeah, but regularly fewer than that. I do. Listen. I binge podcasts for a while. And then... <laughs> I find them and then yeah. I listen to all of them. Yeah. I keep up with them slowly after that. But Absolutely. So the cool medium that we can use to just give additional information behind the scenes thing but but what we're trying to do what we're trying to accomplish this podcast what brian what's a something that we're trying to accomplish you think through using this medium well one of the things is just sharing people's stories mm -hmm. i mean we like to do that on sundays or in uh, sermons or whatever but a lot of times there's this story church serving or interacting with people in the community that the podcast might be a a better place to share those yeah and also even some behind the scenes details that maybe we don't get the chance to share sunday mornings are, are so short i know sometimes they fall but they actually are <laughs> short we a lot goes on in the week that we can't share happening so we're going to talk you're going to see lots of different people on this podcast you're going to see uh, a lot of the staff members, volunteers, uh, people of the week, uh, and we hope blessing to you. Whether you're watching this or just listening to this, uh, we hope that it's encouraging to you, gives you some information, uh, but also uh, reminds you of our commitments in following Jesus and gives you some encouragement. Um, we are going to try to get this podcast out consistently. Uh, we Maybe would try being the keyword. Try <laughs> being the keyword, absolutely. Uh, so the goal of getting the podcast out is at least once per week, uh, either on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Um, and the platforms that you can find it on are going to be all platforms. Well, I'm using SoundCloud. Okay, but then that can be linked, uploaded different places. So I I assume we'll put them on Facebook and YouTube, just like anything else. But we want to probably put it places that people already go for podcasts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, SoundCloud can be linked to uh, Spotify, Apple, oh. wherever. Mm -hmm. So really, maybe we should ask people to comment, where would you like to see it? And we mm -hmm. can see if that's possible. Because yeah. a lot of times it's free to actually post it somewhere. Um, so, yeah, if there's, uh, if you're watching this, uh, video later on in Facebook or YouTube, you might just comment to us and let us know where do you already go for podcast if you'd like us to consider because because we can change some of that as we go along. Yeah, we'll figure it out. 
<clears throat> so we want this to be a place where you're getting a recap of the week. We want it to be a place where if there's additional information of things that are coming up or decisions that have been made that we want to clarify, or even just stories that are powerful and impactful for our congregation, that you can hear them, uh, and that each week you're keeping up with what's going on here uh, at the church. So what we're going to do is at least in every podcast, you're going to have some sort of introduction of who is in the room. You're going to have a, a kind of a recap of the last week. We're going to give you a TLCC top three, uh, which is the top three things that we're excited about or that you need to know about. Um, and we want to give a weekly spotlight every week. Uh, that's redundant. We want to give a spotlight uh, every week of uh, either a person or a ministry or something that we are excited about. And then we'll end it with uh, a blessing uh, and an encouragement uh, from the word of God for you. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, First off, a recap of the previous week. So I'm trying to remember what I preached on and I'm trying to remember what happened last (laughs) week. Uh, We had lots of leaders that were installed. Uh, how'd you feel the week went, Brian? Yeah, I, I, it's always one of my favorite weeks, as I said on Sunday, I think, uh, because when you bring new people on board, I think it's exciting. Of course, it's sometimes sad to see people like Cecil, um, leave the team. It's sad to see him, yes. Uh, in some ways, you, you you can't imagine, like, coming to an elders meeting without Cecil there. Like, Mm -hmm. I've never had... I don't know if he's probably been going on vacation or something, but like regularly I've never had an elders meeting here at Timberlake without him there. And the thing is you need new blood though. And Cecil has been excited. I think as he's seen some new guys coming on board, that it gives him an opportunity to step back at least for a year. And, and what I like is um, new perspective when we're making decisions and new kind of levels of creativity as we're coming up with ideas. Uh, and that includes deacons and elders, deacons for ways to solve issues around the church, deal with growing ministry and all that. New perspectives are always good for that. And with elders, um, you know, obviously they bring some of that too, but caring for the congregation, you need a certain number of people there and a certain amount of energy there to deal with just everything that comes up uh, throughout the week and months. Did anybody catch uh, Matt running up to the stage a little bit late? Yes, no. that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, so Matt, did you guys see that Matt, Cecil was the one to anybody? go get Matt? Yeah, he yeah, was. <laughs> I, I saw him get up and I was like, he's uh, I honestly never talked to him to figure out if I didn't tell him it was both hours. Well, or, he was Matt was what? playing, right? Or wasn't yeah. he in the band? No. Or where was he? I think he, he was in class. Oh, he was in class. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I am. I am excited for some of the new leaders and. Uh, and yes, it will be weird not having Cecil there. I can't, uh, I was thinking through how many meetings at his workshop, uh, <laughs> his woodworking shop that I've had with him, just talking through things and uh, we will miss him. Um, we also uh, installed you mm-hmm. as a student minister. How was that morning for you? Was it weird? Was it okay? It was. It felt like a normal morning, except <laughs> I was late to Sunday school <laughs> and I was teaching. So of course I was teaching that week which I never plan ahead enough to figure that out. But my people who were in there, cause Joel's in there too. And Joel, Joel had, had to, to be out. there. So we had, Oh yeah. We got it all covered and our people did awesome. And mm-hmm. she, yeah, it was amazing. When I, covered. 
when when people pray over you like that and lay your hands on you is it strange is it kind of like almost every thought leaves your head and you can't think of anything because Because people are touching you do you are you are you a hugger you're not a people toucher person that's probably good to know no i'm really not okay (laughs) (laughs) so when everybody's laying their hands on you you're like don't do that i mean if for like one special Sunday a year, okay. I think right. I could, I could one special it. Sunday a year. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all. Yeah. You get to touch Rachel shoulder. Um, I remember when people, because there's been instances where people have prayed over me, and I remember thinking, "This is heavy," because mm-hmm. their hands are on you, mm-hmm. and like you're feeling that weight. Yeah. It was a little uncomfortable, but I Maybe think there's it's some... different when you're standing versus sitting. Because I didn't. You didn't kneel. I did not kneel. Why didn't you not bend the knee? It felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Mike Mathis came up to me after uh, second service because he kneeled during first service to be, you know, as we prayed over him. And then he didn't second service. And he said, uh, in between services, I realized I, uh, I'm a little bit older than I thought. And I don't want to <laughs> kneel down for that long. <laughs> yeah. And like you say, you have people kind of putting some of their Pressure. weight on you. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of. <laughs> I think. I think there's kind of some symbolism in that of like feeling the weight of ministry and feeling the weight of what God's calling you to do, but it can be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are grateful for you. Are there, um, uh, we want to give you a chance to talk a little bit more about who you are and about mm-hmm. your story. Uh, what are the top three things we need to know about Rachel? Um, I have one question before you. Okay. <laughs> so I always say your last name really fast yeah. because I'm not sure how to pronounce yeah. it. So I say, Rachel Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People ask me this all the time. And then Is I tell them you? that. No, it's Busson. Buh. Busson. Like Bush. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Bush. Busson. No, I'm yes. going to say Bushin. Yeah. yeah. So when Alec and I were dating, Bussin. I called him Busson. Uh-huh. And not until we were engaged did he tell me I had been saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that's kind of important. Like that's gonna be uh, my last name now, and mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was saying it wrong this whole time. What was your name before? What was Streefler. your name? Streefler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so I don't think I ever said that right either. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody ever did. Did yeah. they say Streifler? Um, Streifler or Strafelfer? Strafelfer. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy in college. He called me. My brother went to Central. I don't know if you remember. If you, you wouldn't have met Jake. I don't think. I don't think so. Anyway, what he, years? Well, it would have been after that, but he, right. anyway, but he, um, he's quite, he's quite big. So people would call him Big Streif, and I was, I was either Little Streif or Lady Streif. Lady Streif. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Busson. 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 Mm-hmm. Rachel and Alec Busson. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I can get that. I think I can get that. I will say it slower now. All right. So what's the, like, give us, give it, like, what, when you want, when people want to know who you are, mm-hmm. what do you tell them? Who are you? I mean, like that's when your your mind loses all track of thought, right? Do me lay um, my hands on. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, there's. I feel like I'm pretty easy. I am Rachel. I have gone here for seven years. I love youth ministry. I grew up in Northeast Ohio. I. Do you have siblings? I you have, have at least one. I you have said. two older sisters. Big street. I have two older sisters and two younger brothers. Okay, so you're I in am, the middle. I am the shortest one in my family. Uh, <laughs> they're all tall. They're right. well taller than me. Yeah, the boys are all tall. Um, I think I like naps. I like naps. <laughs> I, I like like. So I, you're like, you're a, you're a, an adult, is what I'm you an are. adult. Okay. Yeah, I like there are things that I can say about myself, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> all right. 
All right, fine. Yeah. That's all you want to say. Um, are you, uh, you have children. What are the ages yes. of your kids? Um, I have a three and a half year old mm-hmm. and I have a son that just turned two. And me and my husband have been married for close to five years now. So you're a boy mom. I am a boy mom you're and boy I mom. love it. Are they, are they boy boys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the youngest one is. I was, you know, in the beginning when they're babies, you worry that the oldest one is going to hurt the youngest one. And I would talk to my pediatrician and he'd say, no, nah, I've never seen a kid in the ER because their brother elbowed them in the face. But the younger, more violent one. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. Second borns usually so have a little bit more So we're trying to teach the first one how to stand up for himself. Absolutely. Now, so. Well, like with your boys, Dawson uh, can be quite aggressive. Well, not right. aggressive, very rambunctious. Yeah. Compared to... <clears throat> yeah. My, I know my born is... Well, some of you know Shyla. She is. She can stand up for herself. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, we are excited uh, for you and uh, and great the leaders that have stepped on. Um, yeah, that was really the focus on Sunday and the importance of leadership. And uh, hopefully, you'll see that. Uh, and 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 the congregation has seen that um, because it is. It does. It does matter a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, what are some top things coming up, Brian? Top three uh, things that we want to inform everybody about, people need to know about in the congregation. What are some things? Yeah, so every week we're going to try to narrow it down to TLCC top three. And that'll sometimes be hard to pick. What are the top three? Mm -hmm. But, you know, sort of the church-wide or the things that are happening that week or they have a deadline that week or whatever. the first one is not church-wide, but it's something I forgot to include Sunday. And Rachel had even sent me an email asking me to include it Sunday. That so, never happened. That <laughs> actually, never it happened with two different things Sunday. Oh, no. uh, Just for the church to know, if you're listening to this, they're, they're usually like a bunch of things that we're supposed to say yeah. Sunday morning. But you get in the moment and yeah. you're focused on something else or even like, just wrapped up in what's going on and you totally forget. Yeah. And people don't want to sit there and listen to 10 minutes of announcements on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take this week each week to kind of highlight a few of them. Uh, The first one though is uh, the student ministry is using something now called band app. And of course I have a student in the student ministry now and I was sort of one of the beta testers for it. You can't see this. And um, I love it. It's, I don't know how you could get more simple to yeah. use. So tell them a little bit about it. Um, it is an app that we can use to communicate to parents and eventually students um, if they're over 13. But it is just to communicate the entire schedule as far as we can have it. Um, it'll be planned out. You'll have all the information. If you click on a an event, you'll have information, times, the address. Um, you can RSVP if we can make that a function. But I probably won't. But um, you can put forms on there, and that just gives um, more more parents the ability to see and be connected than they can through what's being communicated on the Facebook page. Like some people can see it really fast and consistently, but some people either don't have a Facebook or they don't check it regularly mm-hmm. enough that they actually get clued into what's happening. Yeah. So, so the we is you can turn on your notifications and be clued in. Yeah. Quickly or check the calendar quickly, and because you're. No offense to students, but they're not the best at <laughs> no, communicating No, offend the students. <laughs> offend them, okay? We, they, 
They're just little kids. They don't always talk, you know? It's like you hand them a, a calendar they and then they know. throw it in they the trash on the way, way out. They They're not care. thinking about it. <laughs> well, if you're a parent that has, you know, a bunch of apps already through schools and through sports, mm -hmm. not all of them work very well. And some of them are confusing and frustrating. This really is a simple app and, mm -hmm. and it has everything there. And I haven't had any kind of malfunction or glitch. It's super user-friendly. And you, I, I don't think technically you have to have the app. You can just go to the website and be added to the group. But yeah. I think the app is more convenient. Yeah, if you use just a desktop or something. Exactly. Right. So where can they find a link to Band? Um, I can share it. I um, will probably have it up on the screen on Sunday, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And there's a QR code that you can scan, which should hopefully help you also download right. the app if you don't have it already. I even thought about sharing it on the the regular church Facebook page, mm -hmm. the, the main one that mm -hmm. the whole public can see. And um, on the Arise website, mm -hmm. the, or the Arise page on our church website, putting that QR code there, since it's something you plan to use for a long time, mm -hmm. that way newer people can find it easily. It'd be, it'll be like three places yeah. for people to find it. Yeah. So be just, I'm sure you'll see, you'll see it around. We're going to push it out, but band, is going to be the app that's used for the student mm -hmm. ministry. The number two, know, we wanted to take a minute and highlight the church email, partly because we share things like that on the email as well. You can go to the church website and just click sign up or just type in tlcc.church slash sign up. And what that is, is almost every day, at least every other day, um, we try to send a church email with prayer requests things like this that are kind of key announcements, links to register, even sometimes meal trains and things like that going on. So this is uh, something that not everybody knows about, especially if you're newer. Maybe you've been around here a long time and you still don't get emails because that happens pretty regularly. <laughs> like somebody that's come for two years doesn't know we What's send out on? emails. Yeah, I don't think Alec got so, like just this year. Yeah, so even on, even on the doors, if you pay any attention, to it when you walk in the auditorium doors taped to the door is a qr code about how to sign up for the app for the emails things like that so and that's really about just being connected to the community of church right because those emails uh, we're not sending out coupon codes like <laughs> we're sending out like hey this person had this prayer request this week hey uh there's a need hey this is an excitement thing uh exciting announcement so it's really just about being connected to your community. Yeah. So. And I would say um, the third thing is I'm cheating a little bit and combining two things to highlight church center. I just talked about it a second. That's the app the church uses. Um, I like the app. It's maybe not quite as user friendly as band app, but it does more things as mm -hmm. well. So you can scan a QR code, as I say, on the auditorium door. As you walk in, you can go to the church uh website and as there's a link to it you can also type in tlcc.churchcenter.com and just get it through through the website you don't have to download the app yeah. but uh the reason i say it's a combo is on the app is where you can sign up for groups and we're getting ready to start our wednesday nights again some people might be like one of my new year's resolutions is to get involved in a small group you can find that through the app and that's the best way to do it you can always you know call the office or come in and ask us about groups but i mean a better way is just get on that site 
look at the list of groups yourself. Look at the times. Yeah. Where and you can even sign up for the group and it'll send the leader an email that you would like to be in that group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be the middle because <laughs> we drop, we'll drop the ball on it. Or, That's or the we're problem not following is up. the email gets lost. You, you, know, you send and, it right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's get to some weekly spotlights because this is where we can get into some of the stories and, and maybe some of the encouragement uh, this week. So uh, it was like two weeks ago that the, the tree, the mega tree started blowing down uh, when it was really cold and all that wind was happening. And you had a story of some people that you wanted to highlight. Uh, what happened? Yeah. What, what Tell us about it. So um, really highlighting the mega tree in general, but that particular day was the 23rd, the day we're supposed to have our, what we say, Christmas Adam. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah. So all kinds of stuff going on. And I look out the door and the mega tree is like standing on its edge. And the wind. I, I'm I look, laughing now. I look, it was yeah, not funny. this was not funny. What do you mean? Look, like it was like. Like the ring is supposed to be tethered to the ground yeah. and the entire thing was up like this. So the ring around the bottom that has all the strands <laughs> yeah. coming down yeah. was literally just like. This. Yes. Yeah. At like a wow. 45 degree angle. Yeah. Wow. It's supposed to be like bolted yeah. down. And several of the strands had come loose and were just dangling and the wind was ripping wires out of their socket. And, yeah. um, thankfully, and it's freezing. Yeah. It's so cold. Oh, yeah. It was it was um, 48 mile an hour winds is yeah. what they were measuring like at the airport here. Mm -hmm. And the, the wind chill was, I mean, it was like 30 below or something. Yeah. And so Tony Beaverson happened to be in the back parking lot because uh, I think it had snowed a little bit or he was doing something back there. And um, he helps clean off the snow and put ice melt and stuff. And Jessica called him real quick because she knew he had been around and he was in the back parking lot. And he came and he had some huge ratchet straps and we got the thing tied back down. We had to shut it off. Yeah. But at least no further damage was done. And I was just thinking about the mega tree because it takes so many people to make that happen. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, I kind of have the brains behind it to understand the technology of it, mm -hmm. but that's only one piece of the mega tree. I mean, there's a lot of engineering making sure it won't blow over, making sure the pole and the everything is heavy duty enough that's gone into that. Um, even the lift, like we don't own the equipment it takes to construct the mega tree, which is one of the problems that we run into. But um, of course, when Beaverson's owned their lift, um, they loaned it to us and somebody else owns it now. And I don't know if I should say their name because they may not want everybody in town borrowing their lift. We don't lift. really need to do that. Uh, but Ren Johanniver helps service some of this equipment and he's helped try to keep it running for us. Many hours. We've actually at one point had three lifts here this year because two of them were broken down <laughs> and Moberly Public Schools came to our rescue to take down the tree because um, the Votech or the maintenance department owns a an area lift. And, and yeah, uh, we're really grateful for the school uh, yeah. helping us out because we wouldn't have been able to get it done they brought us over the lift for the for a day to help us uh be able to take it down so i just wanted to say thank you i mean and i'm i'm going to mention names and i hate doing that because then i leave people out uh but on the teardown at least we Drop had names. the crafts here jim and jan and matt thornberg came over doug bennett actually even paid his own employees uh working for him on the the fencing business he does um they even came over for a whole day and 
and helped tear it down so that we could get it done. And uh, when we had the mega tree running, uh, Jenny Walters, I mean, I don't even, can't even imagine how many hours she spent lining up food trucks. She was here like half the day, every food truck night mm-hmm. uh, to meet with them, get them placed, make sure they had power or whatever they needed. And and we, we do all that because over 3,000 people came and enjoyed the mega tree. Um, you know, a vast majority of them don't come to our church. It's making a connection with them and just really serving our community. It's just one of our reaching wider things. We don't, I said, I think in December, we don't do it as a gimmick or something like that. Just another Christmas thing. It really is designed to be something impactful. And, you know, we tell the Christmas story. We have a lot of fun songs on the tree, but we also use it to tell the Christmas story in a way that you don't see or hear told a lot anymore when it becomes all about the other Christmassy things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I've been grateful for the people that have been connected and involved and serving because it does take a lot of people to make that happen. And so we want to say thank you to all of you who are participating and and just know even for the rest of the congregation, uh, you might be serving in a specific area and feel like, man, I'm I'm kind of alone in this. We always need so much help. There's lots of people that are serving and uh, and and doing their part to help ministries happen uh, here. And uh, we're grateful for each one of you. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to highlight? Anything else? Any stories happen this week that you're like, I got to share this one? I mean, nothing has really happened yet. So. <laughs> That's true. That is true. We're still early. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me give you this encouragement as we end today's podcast. Um, I've been, I've told people this year has been a difficult year. Maybe you have felt some of that strain. And uh, we, we talk a lot about hope lives here. And that theme of we want to embrace the hope that Jesus gives us. But we all go through seasons where it doesn't really, we don't really feel it. And we're, we go through a kind of a lull and a low season. Uh, and there's a passage in the book of Lamentations, Lamentations chapter three, and it talks about this, how they felt like God pushed them away. They felt like uh, God's inflicted me with pain, that he doesn't care anymore. Uh, and the writer, Solomon, finally brings to mind some truth. And he says, but this I call to mind, that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his compassion comes and is given to me daily, and he's the one that provides for my need. And so as we look at this year and as we move forward, just remember that even when things don't feel perfect, uh, God, he, he loves you. Uh, his love is great and his love is for you. Um, and that he is compassionate, caring for us, even when we don't feel like he is near, he is and he's close. And He's the one that provides. So we look to him for satisfaction. We look to him for help. And he's the one that provides for us. That's your encouragement for today. And uh, we hope that this podcast and this time together will be uh, encouraging. We'll give you some insight kind of behind the scenes. And uh, will be interesting. I'm hoping to produce some scandals. (laughs) I'm hoping that some stuff is going to come out. People are going to be like, what? Did you hear the podcast? Did you hear what they said? Um, (laughs) <laughs> Nothing bad, just like, you know, we got to find some traction. Uh, but I hope that this will be encouraging for you, and uh, and we hope that you will continue to join us here on The Ripple Effect. 